Silicon Valley Bank going bust last week made it for a terrible end of the week for Nasdaq down more than 4.7%. New week is coming up. Consumer price index will come tomorrow. Will this be yet another red week? You're listening to the StockInvest.us podcast trading tips with Jim. And for the next 30 minutes, you will know what I think will happen this week as more news is coming. And of course, you will have the trading tips at the very end. First, and as usual, a small jingle, and I will be back with the market section. Next week, I'm off for holidays, and it may just be for the very best, because last week I did all the mistakes that I warned you not to do. I told you that uh, I expected the week to start good, but was unsure about the end of the week because of different numbers coming out, and that would determine how the week would end. Anyone following the market knows that the end of the week was really bad. But I did, as I said in the trader section, I wanted to take a gamble. So for the huge, huge profit we made in the meta trade, I used that profit to invest into three stocks, JD, NEO and Moon. And it all just became a huge disaster. Saved somewhat by the stop losses, but we will get back to that in the trading section. And it was not the job numbers that uh, caused the markets uh, to fall last week because the job numbers came in in a good direction for the stock market, meaning that the unemployment rate is going up. It went up from 3.4 to 3.6, something that the market needs in order to cool down the inflation. But it was a banking crisis. And uh, that one will uh, have an effect uh, over this week. So Friday, we had a major bank uh, going over, the Silicon Valley Bank. During the weekend, there was another bank, uh, Silver or something, if I'm not mistaken, also going over. And today, before markets opened, uh, <coughs> the Feds said that they will guarantee for all the deposits in the major bank, trying to cool down the markets and before going on the podcast i saw that the futures were very green but i don't think this will hold we are settled uh, for possible huge huge falls ahead or we can have a short-term uh, rally simply because absolutely all buy signals are oversold they are as low as they haven't been for a very long time and when they are this low there is usually a buying opportunity but before uh, going to the conclusion let's look at some of the major things so last week became a really bad week uh, for nasdaq ending down 4.71 percent of 550 points down for nasdaq no balancing on the 11,000 level uh, and also getting very close to the bottom of the trend channel for Nasdaq. Dow Jones had an equally bad week as well, down 4.44% for Dow Jones to 31,910 points. This week uh, there will be uh, again uh, numbers coming in, and as you know, there is 
one number that we really uh, want to follow uh, and that is uh, inflation numbers because we know these determine some of the market when the job number came in uh, uh, as they did last week where unemployment rate actually increased market took it as a good sign and sent the 10-year treasury yield down from uh, 396 to 369 over the week. So it was down, the 10-year treasury yield was down 7.32%. Uh, and you can see this across the board because the dollar is weakening against several other currencies, meaning that based on the job numbers, the market think uh, that inflation is somewhat under control. Because as people get unemployed, they cannot keep up their buying spree. And with less buying power, you should have less pressure on the inflation in general. This week, we will uh, get new numbers telling which direction we are going in. Because on Tuesday, tomorrow, the uh, CPI numbers will come in. Consumer price index numbers will come in. Expected to be 55 uh, for February and bringing the total inflation 12 months over 12 months down to 6%. It may very well be if the numbers coming better that for sure should give huge incentives uh, for the markets to go green. Now, if this uh, consumer price index gets in higher than expected, you should add that on top of the fear, which already is in the market so bad numbers tomorrow will for sure bring the markets down while some good numbers can bring it up meaning that everything indicate that tomorrow will be a volatile day and it continues on wednesday where the producer prices year over year will come in uh, another number that people follow thursday will be job numbers so again a week with uh, different numbers Inflation uh, is sticky and it's more sticky than everyone thought. And over the last few weeks, Fed been moving a little bit back and forth. Uh, first saying that they think the peak is reached and then changing their mind, saying that they might have to do a few more interest rate hikes. Now, in general, what can make the inflation uh, go up? Uh, the continuous pressure on, on um, goods, meaning that buying power, of course, that is one thing. The other thing uh, is the supply and uh, the real reason that uh, that uh, we had the huge inflation that we had was not the, the, the spending, the government spending spree uh, during COVID where they just printed money like crazy handing out in the East and West causing it. Uh, it was also driven by logistic issues. Now we are in a situation where the conflict with China again is increasing and China is a huge uh, exporter of goods to Europe and US for sure. I see small articles uh, where Chinese are tightening back up. Their economy is again uh, growing after the opening for COVID and they use uh, a lot of the goods produced uh, domestic. And uh, they are tightening a little bit about uh, their uh, shipments, their export, and these things should have an effect uh, on Europe. In general, it's the energy prices uh, that often determines the, uh, the inflation. And oil uh, had a huge fall uh, on Thursday, I think it was, uh, when the job numbers came in, the, the oil sank a little bit back. But 
week over week the oil only uh, weekend two dollars currently trading at 77 dollars everything indicating that it will push up and in a war scenario where conflicts again are getting tighter and tighter the taiwan conflict as i told you is really brewing more and more the conflict with china oil should be under pressure gold uh, had an increase last week this is again related to the dollar weakening because if interest rates go up you will have more money uh, putting your uh, you will have more return putting your money in the bank now uh, when the uh, job numbers came in like they did the 10-year treasury failed and uh, also the expectations for inflation fell and that caused gold to go up 24 dollars last week to 1883 dollars good uh, when you're invested in uh, gold stocks and gold in general over the weekend uh, over this week there will be a few uh, earnings results but none really major if you're an IT geek uh, GitLab will have their numbers today and tomorrow will be uh, Lennar and uh, Wednesday will be Adobe and Thursday will be Fed and the rest of them are not very interesting in my opinion but again if you have any stock make sure that you know if your stock is having quarter results released because uh, last week i told you i would go into jday knowing that they would have quarter results on thursday and anyone that followed jday knows that the, uh, that was a disaster causing for a very very uh, low opening on friday but we will get back to that very soon signals buy and sell signals uh, is often a very good indicator of uh, the situation in the market and last week i told you they were uh, they were somewhat low but not low enough they can always go lower and uh, due to the huge falls in the market last week uh, all signals that we analyze across every single stock mostly worldwide now shows that there is only 18 per, 18% buy signals combined. This is very low. Last time we saw these kind of signals, it was huge buying opportunities. At the same time, I have to warn you that uh, when numbers are this low, because if you look at Nasdaq, it's only 9% buy signals, down from 27 last week to 9% buy signals. There's hardly any buy signals in the market. This is usually an extreme good buying opportunity. When numbers are this low, you have to be warned, they can fall even further. We have seen that a few times over these three years uh, during this podcast, and I comment on this, uh, that it is that situation where things can go very bad, uh, very bad, very, very fast. I told you my personal belief is that Nasdaq has to go down to 8,000. That is where we will turn, that there will be three major falls signaling the end of the market. Hopefully that will not happen, but it's a statement that I still stand by. Buy signals being this low, Nasdaq 9% indicates that there is a high probability that it will be a rebound, meaning that there should be short-term money made in the market. At the same time, you have to check support levels because anything can push this into a frantic downwards rally where 
people will try to save the money. I have repeated this a few times, but I will do it in this podcast. As I said, I will go on holiday uh, and there will be no podcast for the next two weeks. I will enjoy uh, Sharm el Sheikh, Egypt, goes to the pyramid and also have Cairo Museum coming up. Many good things uh, to look forward for coming up. Now, it may, it may happen and it may not happen while I'm away, but just let me explain what is the typical end of the beer market. The typical end of the beer market is three major consecutive falls. I have been in the market for a very long time, seen this before. Uh, market get into total panic, uh, starts to sell uh, and uh, Positions get uh, threatened uh, and people sell even more and it just spins out of control. Very often, very often it's news driven. Uh, last time it was a bank like we had now causing that huge fall. And before that's been other news. Uh, something triggering a market when it's in a fear. Like now 9% buy signals tells me that the market is in huge fear. You get some bad, bad news on top of this, and everything can just spin out of control. You get three huge falls uh, where people throw in the cards uh, uh, one by one. And on these falls, you usually see Nasdaq, for instance, going down five even more percent. And very usually they have to close trading for a few uh, hours to try calm down the market. This is the most common way that the beer markets end and on the very last uh, fall when everyone gives up that extreme extreme buying opportunity present itself. I usually uh, trade in these markets when it gets way oversold. I am buying like I did on Friday when markets were falling too much. I personally bought up quite much shares at the end of the day with the expectation that it will open green uh, today, giving me uh, some short percentages just over weekend. Now, uh, again, uh, also a small repetition here, but my personal belief is that the bull market uh, will start in June. The beer market will end somewhere in May, will be that very, very last definitive bottom. But let's not uh, hope that will happen. Let's hope that we are already in the bull market. That will be the very best thing. I'm just giving you uh, a small heads up in terms of my previous knowledge of the market uh, and how things have behaved previously. Now, if you go to New York Stock Exchange, only 9% as well for New York Stock Exchange. London 15, down from 30 last week to 15% bicycles. Tokyo remains somewhat good, down from 51 to 36, the best of all of them, while Chess in China was down from 38 to 19% bicycles. All overall, looking at these numbers, indicates a possible uh, good buying opportunity. And as I've been stating all over uh, for the last year or more when we really focused on the 10-year threshold. I told you when it was one something that as this go up, the market will go down. Huge fall in the 10-year threshold last week is usually, usually good for the market. But please be aware that as we speak, there are a lot of financial things going on with banks and uh, it may just escalate. So far, they claim to have somewhat control, 
but there is always something you do not see. And these news can be pushed out in the market during the week, causing very, very strong chain reactions. Hopefully uh, it will be not, but it will, I will not be surprised if there is more banks. And just so you know, like Silicon uh, Valley Bank, they were uh, taking care of most of the huge money in the Silicon Valley itself. And this uh, will have consequences for many of the companies in the Silicon Valley, which again represents a lot of the companies at Nasdaq, so there will be a lot of fear ongoing. We will not dwell uh, much more about that. We will look at the chart because we will, uh, as soon as we can, try to head towards the trading section and uh, get a look on how it went last week. I love charts. I told you uh, that you should uh, as well. Uh, when you look at charts, it's so much easier for your brain to get an idea. Now, if you look at charts, and uh, here again, I will have to um, almost praise major signals. Because if you just rewind back, you heard me say that there was a major sell signal issued from the relation between the short and the long-term moving uh, averages. Sometimes these are false. But in this case, it turned out to be true. It was established uh, by the end uh, of February. Markets fell, then managed to bounce a little above the level, flipping signals a little bit, but then really had that huge fall last week. So these major signals, we saw it in January. Around January 20th, there was a huge buy signals uh, coming up from the relation between the short and the long-term moving average held up all the way till uh, end of January, uh, giving a very nice profit for those following more than 1,400 points of Nasdaq. Huge percentages there. Uh, and now, as I said, issuing a huge sell signal. How far down we will go? Hard to say, but we are really balancing on the levels where things can go even faster down. Breaking that upwards trend, uh, it's not yet significant. Trends and calculating trends, and it's a little bit tricky. You shouldn't put too much effort uh, into uh, that small break of the trend yet because it's not confirmed. Usually we like to say that to confirm a signal or a trend, you should have 3% quite much there, but in general, you should have a 3% break to confirm that it's an obvious break of the trend. You can have reactions, and this reaction, as I said, was driven by the bank collapse on Friday. So it doesn't necessarily reflect the market totally, totally. You should, it's called noise in technical analysis, and you should take that into your account. Relative strength index was low last week. Everything was indicating that it should have a potential for an upside. But as we know, things went south. And the relative strength index is now 31, getting oversold, turning into oversold territory again. The problem now, however, is the following. Because the market fell, now there is starting to become a lot of resistance on the upside. That tells me that an upturn will have to be slow. You can have a short-term reaction up like uh, on a day, a day notice or a few hours which is strong, but in general, 
there is too much resistance above so that good good picture we had all the way till last week where everything was moving uh, in somewhat okay direction you have the natural correction getting to the middle of the trend starting to poise for an upturn uh, but then breaking down leaving a lot of resistance above and that resistance will be hard so what about the downside how does it look there are some support but as i warned earlier last week if certain levels are broken you can easily have a huge fall the conclusion how will it be this week well if you look at all the numbers there should be a natural reaction but will it just be one day will it just be a few hours this morning before we are back into red or will it be a really green week so hard to say i'm going to vacation i will not uh, put up any trades for you uh, in the trading section uh, and uh, it is really hard to say if to put a gamble on it i would say it's 60 40 60 percent for uh, an upturn while 40 percent for a downturn the thing i'm pretty sure about is that it will be volatile that huge uh, potential uh, for a downturn means that we can have an instant reaction down to previous low at 10,300. This thing can very, very well happen. doesn't take much for it to happen. If we get uh, back on track, we get to an upturn, we have an upturn reaction, uh, you will go by step by 11,400, 11,600, it will go by 200. Uh, point step on Nasdaq, I'm pretty sure about that, like in a zigzag uh, pattern, struggling on each, going a little up, then falling a little bit back and pushing up again. It will not be that easy, right? Sell signals from absolutely every uh, indicator you can have. It will be a gamble. You have to make up your mind. Will you play uh, the gamble or will you stay reserved? all over uh, last revocation on this as we've been in a bear market and still is in a bear market i am very low in general despite adding the profit from the meta trade uh, into my uh, trading portfolio last week i still haven't used more than some 30 percent of my capital which i uh, I've been reducing down from the very, very peak of Nasdaq. I've been reducing and reducing because we are in the beer market. I do not want to get overexposure. And even go a little heavy last week, I was still only using profit from previous trades. I am far from fully invested in the market. And given the current situation, I will not invest more. I will slowly, however, increase because at some point we will be a bottom. But will it be now or will it be 8,000? We will see uh, at the end of the day. Uh, it is up to you to make a qualified decision how much you will gamble on the week. It will be volatile. Short uh, trades can be made if you are the aggressive type. Let's move to the trading section. Uh, look at how last week uh, went. Look at some possible stocks that can do uh, good this week before I'm heading off for holidays. We are in the trading section, or should I say the shame section, because last week was indeed just nothing but shamefully bad trading. As I told you, 
I went against my own advices. I didn't know for sure how the week would end, and it ended really bad, but still I was into three extra position using the MetaTrade Profit, that huge, huge MetaTrade uh, trade Profit, investing into G-Day, NEO, and Muln. But let's start on the very top, because for a long time we've been holding Sumerica. Sumerica have been jumping in and out of profit, but last week fell more than 8% on Friday, currently trading around uh, 23 cents, I believe, down some 12% in the portfolio. As I told you over and over again, I think this will go to $1, and it's the one that we do not keep a stop loss on, because it's hugely volatile. We played it many times before, I believe there is a huge upside. And 23 uh, cents should, in my opinion, just be a good, good buying opportunity. Then uh, we had uh, two stocks, uh, we had one stock bought in week 7, one bought in week 9, both of them solid, which I said would be the anchors of the portfolio. We bought into war, as I told you, there is plenty of money to be made in war, and that will just continue. We bought Northrop, 468.88 in week 7 on the Monday, been going a little up, then a little down. Currently trading at $459.78, down 1.94%. And if we remember that Nasdaq was down 4.7% alone last week, we are very happy with that. As I told you, we have to try to reduce our losses, and this is how we do it. I bought Chevron week 9 at 162.15 because I told you I think oil is uh, heading for an upturn. And uh, if markets go down, these were my exact words, if markets go down, I think stocks like Northrop and Chevron will hold good. We bought Northrop 162.15 week 9, currently trading at 159.67, down 1.53% since we bought it. Holding very, very good. Again, then uh, last week I said that uh, that huge, huge profit we had from the MetaTrade, that very, very strong profit. I took that profit, put it in the bank, and last week I said, okay, I will just use that profit. Now, get a little uh, meat on the bone. Try to understand. When Nasdaq was more than 16,000 points, uh, I told you now I'm just selling out uh, huge parts of my stock because I believe there will be a huge correction at the market. I was selling down uh, my, uh, all my positions bit by bit by bit down to some 30% and been playing that uh, over. Last year doing strong, strong profits, extremely very, very good profits with these 30% growing and growing and growing and growing. But still, I never used uh, of the additional money. I think it was one or two weeks where I added a little going up from that very low 30% to around 36-7% I'm invested uh, into the stock markets now. So uh, when we had that huge meta profit, I took the profit, put it in the bank and said that I would play it later. I did that last week against better knowledge. I uh, thought I would uh, put into some risk because market could really go both ways, but it went uh, the bad way, went totally south. Now I bought JD on the Monday for 45 7.44, it was not the lowest, but okay price. Went a little up, then started to fall. Cut by stop loss, 46.29, down 2.42%. 
I got NEO on Monday on 9.38 and as I told you, I think NEO at these levels are very good, but NEO could not hold the bad markets. Cut by stop loss at 8.92, giving 4.9% loss. And to make matters even worse, I got into MUL at 23 cents on the Monday, I think it was up to 24, then started to fall, was cut by stop loss at 21 cents, giving 8.7%. So the three stocks I bought for the meta profit, well, they fell uh, in line uh, with the market, so I scalped off 5% from the meta profit in just stupid trades last week. So all three of these are souls. The other three remain open. As I told you, I'm heading for vacation. I will enjoy two nice weeks in Sharm el Sheikh, Egypt. I will go to the pyramids and I will enjoy Cairo Museum, among other things. And since I will be away, I will not uh, give trading tips for this portfolio. I have uh, much more stocks than what you see here. This is just a portfolio I created so you can follow my trades and you can see exactly how I do it. Maybe learn from my, my mistakes and learn when I do good things. As I told you, one way to really uh, up your gains, you heard me say this for three years, buy on red days, sell on green. And of course, when the market fell very hard on Friday, I used the chance to get into uh, several extra positions which I will sell uh, early today and just take the profit, will not go greedy. So that uh, is one of the best tips I still can give, buy on red days, sell on green days. But being away for two weeks, I will not put up uh, portfolio tips uh, this week because I cannot follow up next week uh, or the week after as I will be fully gone uh, for two podcasts forward. But uh, at Stock Invest, we created an AI podcast covering the same topics, uh, many of the same topics, and even more than what I cover in the podcast. So tune into that one while I'm away. Get your info, and I will be back in uh, a little over two weeks. But what are the trades that you can make? So here are some tips. Uh, first off, I believe it will be very volatile week. I believe it will be a lot uh, up and down, and in worst case, it just gets into a very, very bad mood. One way that you can trade the market is going to short positions. I usually do not talk about these things because uh, it is for more professional. It's a very easy way to do. But if you think, like I said, I think there is 60-40% chance for an upside, meaning there is, in my opinion, based on the signals, etc., 60% chance for an upside, but still that huge 40% for a downside. You can put a few shorts uh, that will, if market goes south, will give you profit while you still play the upside on other stocks. It's a way of balancing your portfolio, doing strategies. And if uh, you are placing some bets and these are covered by stop loss, so they will be cut by stop loss while your uh, short positions continue to grow. But do not go into shorts into volatile stocks. This is the one way to really lose money if you're doing it, going to save stocks, uh, big stocks, because uh, there is no chance that Apple will double overnight or Tesla or Microsoft will double overnight. It will not uh, happen. On the other hand, this can happen on low liquidity stocks or very volatile stocks, and then you are really stuck if you are in a short position. So uh, a short should only be into solid stocks, 
and you should be happy by uh, any loss uh, or any downturn uh, that will turn uh, into profits. It's uh, secure. And if things go the other way, that market takes ups, not down. These heavy stocks will not move as much. So your upside is covered while uh, you still have that opportunity for downside. Now, if you do not play shorts, uh, but uh, only buy, buy and sell stocks, I would personally, as I recommend it over and over again uh, for many, many weeks now, I would go for low relative strength index with strong support below. At stockinvest.us, you will find a very beautiful charts. We made very beautiful charts for you. And on the right hand side, you will find some gray bars. This is accumulated volume telling how many stocks we bought and sold at current levels. This is a really nice way to see support levels. Easy to see it, uh, how it plays out. Find stocks, solid stocks, uh, which have good support low from these accumulated bars and somewhat little resistance above. Oversold just means that the stock is oversold uh, and uh, should have a reaction up. Uh, the only thing that will be break the upturn is, of course, huge resistance above, or if markets really turn bad, uh, then it doesn't matter. So uh, that uh, for sure is the best tips I can do. You can go to Stock Invest, find the RSE list and look at stocks uh, yourself. Everything indicates that uh, Tesla might do good in the first few days uh, of this week. Uh, and of course, many, many stocks are oversold uh, with a potential upturn. Don't get greedy because uh, that is one way that will for sure make you fall. I expect volatile week, meaning that a stock can move up 5% today and down 6% tomorrow. Now, uh, I sometimes get uh, questions now this relative strength index this pivot point pivot points are by the way significant tops and bottoms when uh, they occur they are called in the chart as green circles if it's a buy pivot or a red circle if it's a sell signal these uh, are very very good but they are not 100 percent perfect no signal no indicator no trend can hold market news like friday they break all uh, indicators, everything. Indicators and signal will just give you a general idea. It works in most cases. That is why I emphasize over and over again, use stop losses. You will see that sometimes your trades are cut. You have to take a loss just to see that the stock bounces up. But do it over 20 trades and you will see what I mean. Same thing with pivot bottoms, same thing with trends. In general, they are significant. They work in a bigger perspective. Look at uh, 1020 stocks, follow 1020 stocks in a rising trend. You have a much higher chance than buying anything in a downward trend or a horizontal trend. It is just how it works. Use relative strength index to find uh, good buying positions. Look at uh, accumulated uh, resistance uh, and accumulated support for better timing of your buy and sell. As I said, I am off uh, for two weeks uh, of vacation. There will be no podcast for the next two weeks. When I get back, it's time to uh, try to change the concept of this podcast, try to make it a little bit more interesting. I hope maybe some of you listening to this podcast or watching out on YouTube will reach out uh, uh, take contact because I would love to speak to some of you uh, about uh, your trades. You don't have to be on camera and uh, 
At all, and you can be anonymous, but it would be very nice to hear some of your stories. How did it go over the last three years? Where did you make money? Where did you lose money? And where are you now? And if you have any general tips, tricks, and ideas, because I believe we are heading towards a huge upturn. We just have to finish this bear market. And when the upturn comes, uh, money will be made. While I'm away enjoying the sun, I hope you will have a super duper week this week, next week, that you will bank in tons of greens and make very, very good trades. I will be back, as I said, and until then, I can only wish you the very best. Bye. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you